Good evening. I'm speaking to you from the prayer corner in my study. I have a candle lit and I join you now in prayer and reflection, in this call to prayer and reflection. And we'll be centering this on the Sunday readings. And I encourage you to think about preparing some little spot in the house where you can uh, share this and pray this, perhaps with a candle, a crucifix or anything like that. And so we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Before he gave his body and blood on the cross for our salvation, Jesus gave his body and blood to his disciples in the form of bread and wine, telling them to continue this practice in memory of him. Like the Lord providing water and, and manna in the desert, Jesus provides food and drink to sustain us, taking it one step further by transforming it into his own body and blood. And so as we share the Eucharist, let us realise the sustenance we are given and may it strengthen and enliven us as we bring Jesus with us into the world. For a moment we call to mind our sins in the knowledge of God's loving forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you are the living bread that came down from heaven. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the source of nourishment for your holy people. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to receive the sacred mysteries of your body and blood, that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption, who lives and reigns with you, God the Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. We read in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses said to the people, Remember how the Lord your God led you for forty years in the wilderness to humble you, to test you, and to know your innermost heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He humbled you, he made you feel hungry, he fed you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known, to make you understand that man does not live on bread alone, but that man lives on everything that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Do not then forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who then guided you through this vast and dreadful wilderness, a land of fiery serpents, scorpions and thirst, who in this waterless place brought you water from the hardest rock, who in this wilderness fed you with manna that your fathers had not known. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O oh, praise the Lord Jerusalem. O oh, praise the Lord Jerusalem, Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. O oh, praise the Lord Jerusalem. 
He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. Oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Alleluia, alleluia. I am the living bread which has come down from heaven, says the Lord. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. Alleluia. And the reading comes from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the Jews, I am the living bread which has come down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I shall give is my flesh for the life of the world. I tell you most solemnly, if you do not eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will not have life in you. Anyone who does eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life, and I shall raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood live in me, and I live in them. This is the bread come down from heaven, not like the bread our ancestors ate, they are dead. But anyone who eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just popping to the shops. When was the last time that you said that? And I wonder how how long you've had to wait in a queue to buy something in these extraordinary days. All of us have had to adjust to the fact that popping in or dropping by are things of the past at the moment. We have to plan to make time to be organised and to buy for days, not just to get things for today. We've been doing this for a matter of weeks now, and I suspect that, like me, you might have got fed up. But will it change us permanently, this experience that we're having? Will our newfound appreciation of these ordinary but essential things of life last when things perhaps get back to some kind of normal? How long before we take just being able to pop in and pop by all for granted again? Moses and the people, in we read in the book of Deuteronomy, took 40 years to learn this lesson, not to take God for granted and presume on his presence. And this lesson was driven home in the wilderness, a, a desert, a place where you cannot take things for granted, because the little you have is the difference often between life and death. In this hostile environment, water and food becomes limited and so an absolute priority, safeguarded and valued. And other things, even something like gold, is of little value. And this became part of the collective memory for the people of God, recognising that God brought water from the hardest rock in a waterless place and manna for food in the barren wilderness. This memory was handed down from generation to generation and enshrined in their prayer and worship, never to be forgotten, even though now, for them, there was a life of plenty, a permanent home, plenty of resources, and it could be so easily taken for granted. The Feast of Corpus Christi, the most blessed and holy body and blood of Christ, is, I would suggest, 
a very unique celebration of this feast this year. Because what we have often taken for granted, and I'd include myself in that, what has been so easily to hand has suddenly been denied from us because of this pandemic. The bread of life, Jesus, who gives us his flesh for the life of the world. If I eat this bread, then I will live forever, for Jesus is the bread of life. This is far beyond anything that can be provided by our supermarkets. It is the difference between living a life to the full and just mere existence. And it is life that lasts forever. And so this is not much by anyone or anything. It's a pure gift and it mustn't be taken for granted. Perhaps we might recognise, in all honesty, that we have taken an awful lot for granted, including our Eucharist, our Mass. And we even complain when perhaps it's not been at a convenient time for us, or we have to put things aside to come to Mass. And yet here we celebrate the greatest of gifts that we will ever have. It took the chosen people 40 years to learn the lesson. We pray that we can learn that same lesson in these months and emerge from this time with a better and deeper appreciation of this out-of-the-world gift, Jesus, the bread of life. So let us pray. We, though many, are one body, and so together we offer to our loving God our prayers for the world around us. We pray for the Church, the body of Christ, that it may be visible in the world today. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all those who suffer hunger and malnutrition, and for the nations of the world whose wealth could feed every hungry mouth if it were shamed, shared wisely, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For this, our community, who cannot come to share in our Eucharistic table today, and for our parish ministers of communion, who visit, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And for all of those who are waiting receive, to receive Holy Communion for the first time this year, that they will find joy in coming to the Lord's table for the first time. And for those who are waiting to be received into the church and also to share with us at the Eucharistic table for the first time. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And for everyone affected by coronavirus, for all those who have died, that the Lord will welcome them into his kingdom and for their families who mourn them, for all those in hospital and intensive care, for those at, this, at special risk, the elderly in care homes and nursing homes, the homeless and refugees, for doctors and nurses and for all who put their lives at risk on our behalf, and for those suffering mental health problems because of lockdown, and for those who have possibly been abused and had domestic abuse in their home during this lockdown. 
Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We ask Mary, our mother, to be with us in our prayers. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And so we pray. Loving God, you have created us in your own image, have redeemed us when we were turned away from you, and have sanctified us through our lives. Increase our worthiness of your love and fidelity, and grant the prayers we offer today through your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. And together now we pray the words that Jesus, our Saviour, gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In our prayers this week, we remember David Thompson, who has died, for his family and friends who mourn his loss. In our Masses, we remember this week all of those who've gone before us marked with a sign of faith and whose anniversaries occur at this time, as well as all of those on our sick list. And we remember especially Elizabeth and Peter Barnett on their Ruby wedding, John Garner, Janice Graham, this is her first anniversary this week, Stan Butterfield. And we pray again for Janice Graham at St. Mary's and Margaret Cowley. We pray in thanksgiving for Veronica Redman and Janice Graham and in thanksgiving for Dennis Greveson at St. Joseph's. We pray for Veronica Redman and Ken Butler and Kathleen Linnigan at St. Cuthbert's and for Maria and Alan Ferguson and Peter Allen at St. Thomas More's. Gracious Lord, we bring to you all of those who have asked for our prayers. Thank you for joining us for this time of reflection and prayer. I hope that it's been a great help to you, and I hope that you perhaps might phone in uh, from Wednesday onwards, and you will get another reflection, and then this reflection for the following week will begin on Saturday next. May God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And let us remain in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God.